today on Transforming Lives. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John talks about the Son of God, the Son of Man, the King of, uh, of Kings. That's Jesus. Acts talks about the, 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 the risen Lord who performed miracles. It's Jesus. Paul points to the King who is at the right hand of God the Father making intercession for us. Who was raised far above principalities and powers. That's Jesus. From, Revelation, from Genesis to Revelation. Jesus got into Revelation. He said to John, He said, I am he who was dead. I am alive. And I'm, I, I was dead. I am alive. And I'm alive forevermore. And I have the keys. That's Jesus. Amen. The lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world. That's Jesus. The seed of the woman that would bruise the head of Satan. He exposed, expounded, explained, revealed, brought to being all that he is. Amen. Show them that the prophecy, the prophecies that were spoken about was fulfilled in him. Say hallelujah. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia, a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. David talks about the shepherd that leads the sheep. That's Jesus. When Isaiah talks about the suffering Savior, that's Jesus. He talks about the sun that is to come. That's Jesus. Malachi talks about the rising sun. That's Jesus. Hello? Yes. All two scriptures. Obadiah talks about deliverance coming to Judah. Habakkuk talking talks about the uh, um, though the, 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 the fig tree doesn't bloom and, and nothing happened, but you will glory in the Lord because God is able. That's Jesus. Talks about the vision that we need to write up. That's Jesus. Written word. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John talks about the Son of God. The son of man, the king of, of, of kings, that's Jesus. Acts talks about the, 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 the risen Lord who performed miracles. It's Jesus. Paul points to the king who is at the right hand of God the Father making intercession for us. Who was raised far above principalities and powers. That's Jesus. From Revelation, from Genesis to Revelation. And when Jesus got into Revelation, he said to John, he said, I am he who was dead. I am alive. And I'm, I, I was dead. I am alive. And I'm alive forevermore. And I have the keys.
him that was slain before the foundation of the world. That's Jesus. The seed of the woman that will bruise the head of Satan. That's Jesus. He exposed, expounded, explained, revealed, brought to being all that he is. Amen. Show them that the prophecy, the prophecies that were spoken about was fulfilled in him. Say hallelujah. 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 Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. Jesus was saying to them, everything that the prophets and the Lord said. And I, when I was here, I said, effort, I said to you, this is what was going to happen. And that's what happened. I will die and I will rise in three days. And he died, he rose in three days. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. But you see, it was not only a prophetic truth. Okay, he didn't only talk, talk to them about the prophecy that was done, but he told them that it's true. This revelation is also historical. Because Jesus now was standing right in front of them. He was saying to them, I have fulfilled this. And now I stand before you, I have made history. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. The words that were spoken, I now have fulfilled it. And I'm standing in front of you, and it is a history. Amen. Amen. I, I spoke. The prophets talk about it. I came, I lived. I died, I rose again from the dead. And I'm right here before you to let you know that this revelation now is a historical fact. The truth is, is, is in the past now because I have done it. Amen. You are saying to, 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 to them, the crucifixion had to take place. I had to die before the sins of the world. I had to die so that the, 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 the penalty of sin can be paid. But I will not stay in the grave. That's what Paul said about Jesus. He said, if the kings of this world and the rulers of this world, talking about the devils and all his demonic um, agents, if they understood that by crucifying the Christ, it would have destroyed their powers, they would have led it. Amen. But you see, the devil knows some things, but he doesn't know all things. Say hallelujah. Amen. And Jesus the King of kings and the Lord of gods, the Lamb of God that was slain from the foundation of the earth, came and died on the cross. The devil thought he was killing Jesus and stopping him, but he killed the wrong person, a sinless sacrifice. And because he did that, God was able to use the sinless blood of Jesus to wipe out the sins of every life. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. 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 Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. The, 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 the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the earth. Amen. He said the, 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 the portion that were concerning the suffering, it had to happen because it was prophesied. If it had not happened, then everything about Jesus would not be true. Because what was prophesied had to take place. Amen. Amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. But I like what the Bible talks about in this passage in verse, uh, 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 verse um, 32. The Bible says, after Jesus revealed himself to them, to these men, 
um, these, these disciples, they, 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 they got up and they said uh, to one another, Did not our hearts burn within us while we, he talked to us on the road and while he opened the scriptures to us? Uh, I mean, even as he talked to us, you see, you see what they were saying to each other is not only this truth, this revelation that Jesus revealed to them was prophetic, it was historical, but it was dynamic. It was happening to them. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. The revelation of God touches our lives right now and changes the heart. When you get a revelation, just like I told you the story of this uh, uh, 15th century uh, 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 believer who was killed, he said, when I read the scripture and I recognized that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom Paul said, I am the chief, it was like a light that flooded my soul and gave me hope. Amen. The word of God is still changing lives. Amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. And it's still changing lives, still changing stories, still turning hearts from sadness to joy, still changing, transforming people's lives, making people come to the place where they recognize that Jesus is Lord. But one thing you need to understand in this particular story, the Bible says that when after Jesus expounded to them and shared with them concerning everything, concerning himself, when they reached to where they were going, Jesus acted as if he was moving forward. Amen? You see, Jesus will never force himself on you. Amen? Amen. If you want to experience the risen Lord, you must invite him in. Amen? Right. And that's what happened to these men. The Bible says as Jesus was about to go, they said, no, 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 no. Come with us. Come and abide with us. It is late. Come. They invited Jesus. And when they invited Jesus, they got a revelation of who he was. Jesus would never force himself. But if you open your heart, you allow him to expose your heart, you get the revelation of his truth, you understand his truth, and then you open your life to him, invite him in. The Bible says, he said, I will come in and I will make my abode. Oh, if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is an opportunity for you to open your heart to the living Christ and allow him to come in. He will not force himself, but when you ask him to come in, he will not fail. He will come in and he will give you a revelation that will transform your entire life. He put you on a trajectory that will change the destiny of your life. Amen. That's what he did with these people. Amen. Amen. That's what he did with these disciples. When after he shared the word to, with them, the Bible says nothing happened. They were still going. They still went to the place. Amen. They still went into the house. Amen. But when he sat down with them and broke bread and blessed it, and I, I, I can I can just put myself in that, that place as they were sitting to the table. Jesus took the bread, broke it, and he lifted up his hands to bless it. And as he lifted up his hands, they saw the nail print in his hands. And it was like, 
You mean we've been walking with the risen Lord? All of a sudden, the Bible says he vanished from before them. And they got up. Now, when you read this passage, the Bible says there was seven miles. Amen? Walk. Or uh, 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 several hours walk. Seven miles to, to the place. The Bible says they reached. When Jesus revealed himself, they did not sit. They did not sleep. They turned around and went all the way back to Jerusalem. You see, that's what happened when you experience and get a revelation of the raising Christ. Right. You can't sit down. Going somewhere else. But when they got a revelation of Jesus, they turned around. They went back, carrying the news of how Jesus, the risen Lord, has shown himself to them. Amen. That's what he wants to do to you. That's what he wants to do to me. That's what he wants to do with all of us. Or your neighbors, your families, people who do not know Christ. He wants to reveal himself. To them. And the way he does it is by revealing himself to you and then sending you to reveal him to them. Say amen. Amen. Uh, um, some missionaries from China visited a couple who had just given their hearts to Christ in their home. Um, when they visited this, this couple, this couple were, were not uh, um, people of means. And so the they, they, they couple had uh, um, gotten rid of all of their gods, their false gods, and they invited, they were so anxious concerning knowing the, the things or how to live righteously before God. And so they, these missionaries went to, to visit with them and to just talk to them. And when they went, they were hungry, so they, 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 they host put food before them. They put a bowl of squash before them with water, and they put a rice with them, and then they put salt. And they took the, the, the um, salt and dip it in the squash in order for them to eat. And the missionary expected that the couple were going to ask them to bless the food. But as they were sitting, the uh, host, the, 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 the man, Mr. Chin, he stood up, took the food in his hands, stood up and looked towards the ceiling, and then said, Please, Heavenly Father, join us in this meal. He said, the, the missionary said, that touched their heart so much that this family was so reverent in asking God to be a part of their humble meal. He said, they recognized the presence and the power of God in the world. You see, when God touches your life, Everything about you changes. Amen? Your speech change. Your action change. Your behavior, your attitude, everything change. When there is a touch of your life. If you see your life still going in the same direction that it used to be since you, you claim that God has touched your life, something is wrong. Amen? Amen. You need to come, come to the place where there is a transformation in your heart and in your soul. Last but not the least, these people, in order to experience the power of transforming, the, the, the transforming power of the resurrection, their hearts were exposed. They understood that they were siding, forsaken, um, their faith was shaking, their lives, their, their hope were gone, 
the, 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 the love for God was suffocated. Amen. The, 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 Jesus was able to, to open their heart for them to see their unbelief. And then he revealed to them the truth of God's word by sharing with them everything concerning himself. And then giving them a revelation of who he is. Amen. Amen. And last but not the least, their lives were transformed. Say their lives. Yeah, their lives were transformed. Were transformed. The Bible says they, they, uh, in verse 20, 29 and 30, and when they stay, when, and, and they went, and he went in to stay with them. Now it came to pass that as he sat at the table, he took bread, broke it, blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to them. And the Bible says their eyes were open. Amen. You see, every time we encounter Jesus, we experience change. Amen. There has no nobody has ever encountered the living Christ, the resurrected Christ, and remain the same. Amen. I uh, I know sometimes you. We, we um, as believers, we, we have the tendency to say, well, you know, uh, um, I, I, I can come to God over and over and continue to, to wallow in sin. But when you, when you truly come in contact with Jesus, there is a transformation. Amen? Amen. Changes happen. If you are a sinner, you don't want to sin anymore. If you were an alcoholic, you don't want to drink anymore. If you were a drug addict, you don't want to use drugs anymore. If you are a homosexual, you don't want to be that anymore. If you truly experience an encounter with the risen Christ, your life will change. Amen. 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 If you are sick, you don't have to be sick anymore. If you encounter the risen Christ, there is transformation. Read the passages, read the scripture, read about people who came in contact with Jesus. Their lives took a full 180 degree turn. Amen. Amen. Peter was a, a, a fisherman. Amen. When he encountered Christ, his whole life and his whole ministry changed. Paul was a prosecutor of the church. When he encountered Christ, everything changed. Amen. John and James were hot temple believers. Amen. John became the apostle of love. Everything changed. Jeremiah was timid, encountered the living God, and he became a bold prophet to proclaim. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Amen. Once you encounter the risen Christ, your life will change. Amen. Amen. And how does it change? It starts to change with the heart. God changes from the inside out. His change power begins with your heart. I think it was Minister, uh, uh, Reverend Glenn Worthy that said, God is a heart man. 
is after your heart. God is looking for your heart. He wants your heart. That's what David could say. Who, who can uh, 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 ascend to the Most High? Who can dwell in the presence of the Lord? He said, him who has a contrite heart. Amen. A humble and a contrite heart. Him who has clean hands. God always starts with a heart. I, I read the story of um, John Wesley. You know John Wesley. John Wesley was used mightily by God to, to bring about revival. Amen. Uh, uh, um, in, especially in this country, the, the Great Awakening. Amen. God used him mightily to bring revival. Amen. But the, the story about of, of, of his, his life and his conversion is so amazing. It says that he went to Oxford University and was trained. Amen. To, 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 to be a, a, a minister. And so while he was in at the university, he tried to, to, to visit the prisons to, to minister to people. But then he realized he had no power. So he went back to England and he tried to minister. I mean, you know, he was in England. He moved to uh, Oxford is in England. So he tried to minister. There. He moved to the U United States. He went to to Georgia, um, Atlanta, uh, 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 Georgia, and he wanted to, to minister um, to the people, but he realized he had no message. And so he packed up his thing, he went back to England. And on his way going, he recognized that in the middle of a storm, there were some Moravian Christians who were joyful and, and bold in their faith. Why and the rest of them remained timid and afraid on the sea. So when he reached to England, he went and contacted one of his, his friends who was a Moravian Christian. And he went to him and he said to him, How do I know? What does it mean to be justified by faith? He said, I understand it intellectually, but I have not experienced what it means. And it was not until May 24, in Adigate, when he listened to a simple lay person read the scripture from a, a Martin Luther commentary on Romans concerning how to be justified by faith that light shine in his heart. And from then on, he became a mighty man. You see, God always starts with your heart. Amen? If, if, you, if you want God to do something in your life, you need to open your heart to allow him to come. And don't, don't, don't have reservation. You need to give it to him completely. Amen? God always wants your heart. That's what Jesus could say to his disciples and he says to us, Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and all these things shall be added. Amen. Because if God has your heart, he has your life. Amen. The, your heart is the central most part of your person. God wants your heart. Transformation begins with you saying, have my heart. 
That's why Paul said in, 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 in Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, if you shall confess, uh, believe in your what? Heart. Right? It's your, it's your heart. And verbalize it. The belief starts in your heart. The transformation takes place in your heart. Amen? And then it comes out. Paul said it this way. He said, God is the one who is working in you. Both to will and to do his good work. God works inside in order for you to work outside. But God starts with the heart. Amen? Amen. And God cannot force you to give him in your heart. You have to give it willingly. Amen? Jesus is after your heart. Say it to your neighbor, say, Jesus, Jesus is, after is after your heart. Transformation takes place in the heart. The Bible says, these men says, uh -uh, did not our hearts burn? When Jesus met them and encountered them and revealed himself to them, their hearts were set on fire. They could not stay. They could not sit down. It was not about their own agendas anymore. It was about the Lord's agenda. Because their heart was set ablaze. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Bethel City of Glory and how you can partner with us, please visit our website, at BethelCityOfGlory.org or email us at admin at BethelVA.com. Mm -hmm.